Some say Chinese is one of the most difficult languages in the world, and learning it is almost impossible. So learning Chinese, the most difficult thing. So I'm sort of tone deaf. I can't really hear them. I think the cultural mindset is the biggest complication for the grammar. It's just complicated. So much. Only because you're not learning it in the right way. Why not try Takeaway Chinese, where you can take some Chinese away and experience progress day by day. Take away Chinese. We will promise you a difference. 你好，欢迎收听随行汉语。Welcome to Takeaway Chinese. I'm your host Niu Honglin, joined by the beautiful and brilliant Jessica Lo and the handsome and hilarious Carl Benjaminson. If you are interested in Chinese culture and you want to get a grips with the Chinese language, then this is the show for you. Stick with us for 30 minutes a day, and you soon see the rewards. And for more fun Chinese learning, follow our Facebook page, CRI Learn Chinese, a page that you can also check us out there by videos and live streams. But now let's provide you with some. Free Chinese for takeaway. Today, 下午我们一起开个小会。你几点方便？我都可以。在哪儿开？那就五点半，在三层会议室吧。没问题。下午见。Oh, so it sounds like they're going to have a planning a meeting. Yes, so this is actually a very useful and very often heard kind of conversation because if you are holding a meeting, of course you're going to inform people, and if it's not it like planned in advance. So today 下午我们一起开个小会，你几点方便？ Let's have a short meeting this afternoon. What time would be convenient for you? 嗯，今天下午 This afternoon, 我们 We 一起 Together 开 Open, open or held in this case,、mm-hmm. 小会 A small meeting. Exactly. So, 开个小会 is actually a very colloquial way of saying start a meeting or hold a meeting or、yeah. have a meeting. And 小 we know is small. So, 小会 is literally small meeting. It's sometimes referred to only like several people are having the meeting, so it's not a big meeting. And sometimes it's trying to suggest that it's going to be a short meeting, not a huge, long, several hours meeting. So this character Kai, it looks actually like a gate,、mm-hmm. and it can mean like 开始 right? Yes, to start, start or begin. Yes. And 小会 is it only for like meetings you'd have in an office, or can you use it say if you're going to catch up with friends for a A short gathering, or you want to go and have coffee with someone. Can you talk? Can you use it in that context? Well, I think you can, but it will be a little bit strange in a way because if you use 小会 as a A small gathering for your friend. Your friend will think it's something very serious, so it has to be about something that's kind of serious. Okay, so it's got a bit of a formal edge to it. Yes. So what's the word for hanging out with your friends? 聚会 Am I right? 聚会 Yes, 聚会 is completely right, and 聚会、uh, would be translated to party. I、uh, I assume. Yes. All right. So. 今天下午我们一起开个小会，你几点方便 ？You, 你、mm-hmm. 几点 ？What time? 
Fangbian, convenient. Convenient, yes. I think um, on the comment in the comment area, we had the translation as when will it be available. That's more like a translation that's about the meaning. So it conveys the point.、Mm. The point being, when would be a good time for you to have this meeting. But here, Fangbian would be literally translated to convenient in English,、mm-hmm. and it's something very interesting because. We Chinese people use 方便 for a lot of things. However, when it's in English, the word convenient is not used in that many ways. I've heard some Chinese people ask me, "Are you convenient?"、Uh-huh. Before, and I I still don't exactly know what that is going for. <laughs> yes. So there are different ways to use the word 方便 For example, it's the the first one would be the one that's the same with English. That's convenient.、Mm-hmm. So if I say Uh, I from here, 去地铁站、嗯、to go to the subway station, 很方便 It's convenient. So I'm talking about this is a convenient location.、嗯、In that case, you can use 方便方便方便 And the second one is, I think, what your colleague has asked you before. It's like, is it fit? Is, is it, it? Yeah, almost 合适 or are you available? Are you available? So if I say, 我不方便说话 It's not convenient. I'm not available to speak right now. Yes, or it's kind of like、um, I'm in a situation that that is not fit to talk right now. Right, and I this is actually very interesting because I've had I've met the situation where I'm giving an interview, maybe to someone important, and I ask them a question, and they just say, "Well,、mm, Mm-hmm. Right? It's not convenient for me to say. Yeah. And to my American English mind, that does not make any sense. But it's basically a polite way to decline to answer your question. Yes.、Right? So does that mean in so a word that you mentioned earlier was was it 合适合适 fit. So does that mean you could use 合适 in this sentence? So 我几点合适 like what would be suitable? You can totally say that. You can totally say 几点合适 one would be suitable. Okay.、Mm. Uh-huh. Yes. So、um, that's the first thing about. Well, the second thing about 方便 and third use, third way of using 方便 would be actually you can try to use it to express you don't have something something spared. So if I was trying to borrow money from you、mm. and you're trying to say no to me, you can actually say 我现在不方便 So it's not suitable for me. It's not. Um, convenient for me to lend you money. It actually means I don't have spare money, or it's just you know a way to say no. Yeah, polite way to decline. Yes. And there is actually one other use of the word that you haven't included, possibly deliberately, which is you can also use it in reference to going to the bathroom. Oh yeah, that's true too.、Yes. How do you know, know that? It's a bit of a euphemism. So like I, I just. What I don't I, know I, this. I, Tell me, explain. I I don't know how exactly how you structure a sentence, but that was one of the things I have taught. So someone just need to use a convenience, and it basically means I'm going to go to the bathroom. So it's a rather polite and indirect way of saying it, rather than really. Yeah. So how would, how would you say this in a sentence? 我要去方便一下 Oh, so that means I excuse me. I need to use the ladies' room. Yeah, very nice way of saying it. Yes, so it's like I need to go somewhere in English. So in English, you say, "I'm gonna go somewhere." 
suggesting, you know, I'm going somewhere and not not telling you where it is, and you should know. And in Chinese, you say 我去方便一下 So I need to do something that is, you know, convenient for me. Yeah, but <laughs> you don't get to know. Interesting. I had no idea I could say this before. Yeah.、Um, I usually just tell people directly. I'm gonna go pee. So <laughs> that can you know deliver the message as well. But in Chinese, you can say 我要去方便一下我要去方便一下 Yes.、So、now I'm a lady. Oh, <laughs> that's how you use 方便 So different way to use it. Don't think of it just like like uh convenient, just as convenient in English. And um, 你几点方便 And the answer here is 我都可以在哪儿开 Anytime would do. Where? Hmm. So, 我都可以我 is I 都都 is like all, and 可以 is like okay. Okay.、So、it's like anytime's okay. Anytime's okay. It's a really convenient expression for everything. Yes. Carl, 你要吃什么都可以 Exactly. Ah,、oh, see, works. Totally it'll be, it'll works. So easy sentence. 那就五点半在三层会议室吧 How about five thirty on the third floor's meeting room? Hmm. So, 那就那就 is funny because 那就 is then.、Mm, how about how about then? Because um, you know, in English, there's this this language structure of if then. So、mm. if something, then we choose something. So it's like under this condition, I would go for this option. And here, it's like you omit the condition part because the condition part was. Talked about in the previous sentence. The condition is in the condition that it's okay for you all the time. Then we are going to have the meeting 五点半 five thirty, 在 at 三层 third floor 会议室 meeting room.、Mm. So in Chinese, this is very often used. It's a kind of way to say. It's it's kind of like you're stepping back a little. You're not saying we are going to do this because I said so. It's more like we are going to do this because of some preset condition. It's actually I feel like it's a similar thing where in English, if you want to sound nice, you ask a question even if it's an order. So exactly. How about we have the meeting at five thirty in the meeting room? I'm not actually asking you if that's okay. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's going to be 5:30 in the meeting room. But it's still, you know, a little bit more polite. polite. Yeah,、yes. polite being the key. So I think the the na na jo. So how about kind of is a similar case, right? Yeah. So na jo 五点半 would be 5:30, and、um, 三层会议室 third floor meeting room. 三层 third 三 floor. 三层 Yeah, if it's a little bit harder, you can try 三楼三楼 Yeah, that's easier. I've I really like saying 三楼 but、mm-hmm. people have told me to be careful because depending on the context, 楼 could also mean a building. Yeah, 三号楼 so the number three building or third building. Right.、Mm-hmm. So if we're in one office, that wouldn't be a problem. 三楼三、right? 楼 Yes. But if we're outside in a community and I'm telling you I'm going to meet you over there at some point in my apartment. Um, Sanlo, maybe people will understand that as the third building. Yeah,、so、for me, I would understand Sanhaolo, like three number building as the third building. But your situation also happens. Yes, it depends on yeah, different. Yeah, that sounds a bit terrifying to me because I've never heard, I've never noticed Lo being used as floor. Yeah. 
So yeah, don't don't do that. Just don't make it more confusing. Do that so you understand when people say that. <laughs> anyway, that's how you say 三楼 or 三层 third floor or well third floor. A really simple way to. Practice this floor song is you can go into an elevator in China, and if someone isn't fang bian to press the button, if they're not convenient to maybe their hands are full, you can ask them ji song,、mm-hmm. and they、Which、can tell、floor? you, you know wu song, and then you can help them press the number five button. And if you really want to practice cheng or lou or Chinese numbers, you can just ride the elevator in a fancy building. Actually, there will be a sound announcing each floor in sometimes Chinese and English, both languages. So you can hear from first floor till like the highest floor in that building. And press all the buttons.、So、press all the buttons.、Floor. Yeah, and listen to everything and come back. People will hate you, but your Chinese about floors will be better. If security removes you from the building, don't tell them that you heard that that tip from us. <laughs> don't. All right. So,、uh, and then part B said, 没问题下午见 Sure. See you in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, 没问题 no problem. No problem. 下午 afternoon. 见见 to meet. Yes. And that's the conversation. Shall we try it? 今天下午我们一起开个小会。你几点方便？我、哦、都可以在哪儿开？那就五点半在三层会议室吧。没问题，下午见。Great, you're listening to Takeaway Chinese with myself, Niu Honglin, Jessica, and Carl. We would love to hear from you. Send us your thoughts via email to learnchinese@cri.com.cn. Coming up next, let's talk about more meeting-related Chinese phrases. Don't go away, so you will take some Chinese away. Listening to Takeaway Chinese. Welcome back. Here, join me in the studio are Carl and Jessica. So we have already discussed some basic languages about meeting. So where to have the meeting? When to have the meeting? Do you have time to have the meeting? You cannot really say no, but you know, pick a time. And there are actually all kinds of meetings.、Um, I'm pretty sure in the world it's like different kinds of meetings, but in terms of kinds, there are different ways to categorize the meetings. For example, if you categorize them in terms of the theme, the actual content,、um, I can think of 总结会 Do you guys know what 总结会 is? 总结会 like a 总 usually I would say a boss meeting. No, 总结 is actually sum up. Sum up. Yes. So it's the sum up. Mm, can I say summing up kind of meeting? Is that a word? The idea、mm. being, after finishing a project, you want to talk about what did you do right, what did you do wrong, what's the、um, measure next time. You call it 总结会总结会、mm-hmm. And is this the same 总 with like boss? It is. So basically, it's short for 总经理 chief manager, or 总裁 It's just you know short for a Chinese word for boss. If you have a boss named Mr. Liu, then you would just call him Liu Boss, right? Liu Zhong. Uh huh. And also, we can have 工作会 Do you guys know what 工作会 is? A business meeting. Yes. So work meeting. But if we're talking about 工作会 it's more like specific、um, tasks are going to be arranged and allocated to different people. So it's a very functional way of describing a meeting. Yes. Have you guys ever、uh, attend some other kinds of meeting? Um, I feel like I definitely probably have. But what kind of meetings do I know? Um, 
What's a 联谊会 <laughs> 联谊会 is another one. It's kind of funny because 联谊会 is more like a social occasion. So we say 联谊会 is the kind of way that would happen if, let's say. A company has a lot of single men. B company has a lot of single women, and their boss wanted to meddle with their personal life and want them to know each other and date each other. They will have a 联谊会 Ooh, and, I and see. This does happen in some companies in China. Totally, the, the boss will be a matchmaker, which is not at all awkward. No,、um, and no. So we started with they're helpful. We started with 小会 Yes. This might be a dumb question. Is there a 大会 is There is a 大会 There are a lot of big meetings actually, because、um, we know 小会 small meeting.、Mm. In this case, 小会 might be a short meeting or or a small meeting, and 大会 would definitely be big meetings. So a lot of people sitting in a meeting room 开大会 And、um, since we're talking about 大会 so the size of the meeting, there are also 全体会议 Have you guys ever heard of 全体 No. 全体 actually means everyone, everybody. So 全体会议 would be plenary session. Yes.、Yeah, so、um, do you guys think there are some do's and don'ts when it comes to meetings? Well, there certainly are, I think, in Australia and America, but I think they're a little bit different, maybe in China. There can be something different, but I think there are also some universal rules. For example, 不要迟到 Ah,、uh, don't be late. Yes. So 不要 don't 迟到 be late for something. 不要迟到 This is something I think is very important, not only to business meetings, but also to you know. Personal gatherings, or if you meet a friend, if you set a time, don't—it's okay to be late for five or ten minutes, but don't be late for half an hour. And I think a really important cultural、uh, something that culturally we have in common in China and the West is that there are always people who are always late to meetings. So no matter how important it is to be on time, there's always those people.、Hmm. Yes. I don't really. As, as we talked about in a previous episode, if you go、yes. back about four episodes, we have a discussion about that. Yeah, but there's one thing that's,、um, I think it's also universal and it's more and more common in especially business occasions. What's that? Is if you meet someone for the first time,、um, a protocol would be to shake hands, introduce yourself, and exchange business cards. Ah,、oh, business cards, 名片名片 Yes. Name card. Name card. Yes. Name card. So we say 交换名片 exchange name card. Although a, a really important difference in I think China and Japan and Korea and a lot of other places in this part of the world, it's really important to treat the cards with respect. So like in Australia, you can give someone a card and they'll just stuff it in their pocket. I do that. But it's considered much more polite if you accept the card with both hands and you actually take a moment to look at it and. Show a little bit of deference and respect to it. Yeah, yeah, I do that. So receive the card with both your hands and read it, and you know, put it in a decent place. You can you can throw it away later, but don't do it in front of your customer's face. Yeah, and I often put things in my back pocket. Don't put things in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, I think we can say it's. Um, I'm not really sure, but I feel like it's it can be a little bit Chinese. Is if you miss someone for the first time, you can address them with their professional title instead of Mister or Missus. Okay, interesting. So it's like Director Wang or Director Someone,、yes. rather than just using their first name. 
don't use their first name in the first time meeting. But I think that is universal.、Mm. And、um, for me, if I'm meeting someone speaking English and I'm speaking English, I would try to say Mister or Missus.、Mm. But if I'm using Chinese, I would try to do things like like Jessica suggested.、Mm-hmm. If this guy's last name is Liu and he's a manager, you can say Liu Zong. Or Liu Jingli, yeah, Liu Jingli, manager, Jingli. manager, yes. Or if it's a teacher, you can say Liu Lao Shi, ah,、uh, teacher Liu. Uh huh. And maybe sometimes you can even say, well, Liu Jiao Shou, Professor Liu. Oh, Professor Jiao Shou. So using their professional title is showing your respect. You respect their profession, and you want to do business with them. So, what are some things we should not do or avoid? We've already talked about don't be late, 不要迟到 and、uh, there's another thing that is don't overdress. I find this really interesting because I probably didn't know this.、Um, I think the more bling bling you could wear, big jewelry, dress really well.、Uh, I, I have actually the first time I was invited to a, even a Chinese wedding, I wore really fashionable dresses and clothes, and people showed up in jeans, and I was really surprised. So tell me about this rule: don't overdress. When it comes to don't overdress, it's more like if it's a business occasion, go for the safe one, the safest choice you would make. Would be the proper choice in China.、Mm. So if you think the safer choice would be a suit, then you know wear a suit to the meeting.、Mm-hmm. Don't try to,、um, let's say, surprise your business partner too much. So don't. It's also like don't try to show them up by appearing much fancier or over the top compared to them a little bit. Because we have a Chinese term, 穿着得体。得体，得体 is a fancier version of 合适 appropriate、mm. or suitable. And also, Chinese people value 低调低调 What is that? Low profile, Ooh,、uh, low, low profile. key. Yeah. So don't overdress. That's another another thing. So 穿着要得体 Keep your 土豪 at you know outfits or your, your in your personal、outfits. life. Keep them for your personal life. Yeah, totally. <laughs>、oh, that's not my style. <laughs> And、um, one last thing is, I think、mm, this. I'm not really sure. I haven't done anything, but it's because of my detail personality. But we have this rule here up for debate. That's don't interrupt any period of silence at a business meeting, and just wait for the host of the business meeting to break the silence. That's interesting because I would definitely, if there's too much silence, I would feel awkward, and I would feel like I need to speak. Yeah, I have that same problem, but I don't do that because sometimes I feel like it's just not my place to to jump out. But I'm not really sure if it's a if it's a Chinese rule or you know the rule of this this writer. I unfortunately must have broken this rule many times. <laughs> <laughs> so、um, we we understand the idea of having this approach of the the 中庸之道 Doctoring of the mean, you don't、mm-hmm. want to stand out too much. You want to keep a low profile. So maybe if it's a huge meeting with a lot of people, yeah, it's not maybe not your place to break the silence. Interesting. And I think the only other thing I'd throw in there is at the end of the meeting, if your hosts do invite you out for lunch or for a dinner, you really should go. Like it's not just an, an optional thing. Like it might be in Australia, for example. It's an important part of building a relationship with someone, and I think it ties into 
the importance that food has in Chinese culture. I would so, agree with so this. if your business partners invite you out to a meal after the meeting, that's really a continuation of the meeting. They might not put it that bluntly, but you really should go along because that's going to be part of you know, the, the relationship. Building. Your face says otherwise. What do you think? I don't know. I would like politely decline a little bit, but if they insist, I will go. Because it's also possible that the host is just trying to show their hospitality, trying to say, "Come on, have dinner with us." And if you say, "太麻烦您了," so I'm giving you too much trouble. 太麻烦您了. And if they say, "Oh, it's fine. Come, come. We really want you to come." Then go. Well,、yes. even、yeah. if I said 太麻烦您了. Would they ever say, "Yeah, you're right. Better not go." <laughs> they might say, "Buhui, buhui. It's not troublesome." But if you have other plans, you can go with your plans.、Oh, so there's the out. 您正在收听的是随行汉语。You're listening to Takeaway Chinese with myself, Niu Honglin, Jessica, and Carl. That brings us to the end of today's show. For more episodes of Takeaway Chinese, you can visit our website at channelplus.cri.cn and go to the column Ni Hao. You can also listen to the show and read the script on our very own China Plus app. There are also many podcast platforms for you to find us: SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. See you next time. 再见 ，Bye everyone.